0: Hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 24. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Last week in episode 23, we spoke about the three things you need to stop doing if you don't want to be drowning in clutter. I'd encourage you to listen to the full episode, but if you want a quick summary, here you go. If you want to stop decluttering all the time, stop buying stuff you don't need. I hope that my tough love wasn't too tough and you have been taking a moment to pause and question your motivations before handing over that credit card at your favorite retail stores. Today's episode is all about the questions we ask ourselves when deciding whether to declutter something. Marie Kondo made this type of questioning popular with her favorite question, does it spark joy? While this may work for some items, I personally don't think it's a very helpful litmus test for deciding what to keep and what to toss. So today I'm sharing four questions that I use regularly in my own decluttering practice that will help you declutter more effectively. So what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Moms Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Today's featured five-star review is from RF Lawyer Mama. She writes, I love how Emily speaks directly to what I'm struggling with and gives me easy to implement strategies to start attacking my clutter, mind and home. This is the podcast for you if you're sick of being overwhelmed with stuff and a busy mind. Thank you for your kind review. If you are benefiting from the podcast but need a little more personalized help, I have great news. Between February 16th, 2023, when this episode airs, and February 20th, at midnight eastern time if you leave a rating and written review in apple podcast and take a screenshot of it before you submit it sending it to me at simple by emmy either on instagram or facebook you will be entered into a drawing for a free one hour coaching session with me valued at 47 dollars. this decluttering session will tackle your biggest decluttering pain point And we will work through it together and i'll be following up with you for two whole weeks so go ahead and check out the show notes for more information okay let's dive into these five questions if you are like me and the does it spark joy question doesn't really help your decluttering efforts because you either feel like everything does or nothing does then i really hope these questions will help you these aren't your normal do i need it use it and love it questions although those do have their place. These get a bit deeper into our motivations for keeping something in the first place and the mindset blocks that may be making decluttering more difficult for us. By the way, I have two free resources that you can check out if you want to dive even deeper into this topic. The first is 50 Questions Minimalists Ask. And even if you don't consider yourself a minimalist, that's okay. These are 10 questions broken into five categories, which include intentional living before you purchase something, clutter, busting questions, calendar, clutter, and mental clutter. The second resource is a workbook. I created all about five mindset shifts to help you let go of clutter. The details for both can be found in today's show notes. Question number one is, does this support my current self? in my current season of motherhood and life. This question is really directed at aspirational clutter, which we spoke about at length in episode 10. There is likely a lot that has changed since you've become a mom, the way you look, the way you spend your time, the hobbies you enjoy, the clothes you wear and so forth. We spend so much of our time wishing for a body that was 10 pounds and two kids ago. Or an aspirational future where we have time to read all the books and do all the scrapbooking or sewing or crafting or whatever hobby has been gathering dust in the one room which used to be the craft room which is now the doom room where we hide all of our mess we have to be realistic about whether what we own supports our current self or makes us feel bad about what we aren't and what we don't have if you are surrounded by clothes that don't fit you and hobbies you never have time to do, you likely don't feel very good about yourself or your life. This question is one of accepting the season of motherhood and life. We are in right now, as we are, and having what we own reflect that. Moving right along to question number two, would I buy this again, as it is, if I didn't own it already? Now this gets to the heart of two mindset blocks about our clutter. One is how much we paid for something, which I talk about in episode nine. We talked in episode four and episode nine about the endowment effect, which is the idea that we assign more value to things simply because we own them. But this also means that people are more likely to keep something they own rather than to buy the same object when they do not own it. And the other interesting thing is that the maximum amount that they are willing to pay to buy that item new is typically lower than the amount they are willing to accept to sell that object when they own it, even if they haven't owned it for very long. So if you're having trouble letting something go because of what you paid for it, ask yourself if you would buy it on Facebook marketplace, or even new, if you didn't own it already. The other mindset block is our fear of being wasteful. So we end up holding on to things we really don't need because we don't want to admit that we made a mistake buying it in the first place. Or perhaps it's broken and we don't want to figure out how to fix it. Or we know the repair will be expensive and we don't want it ending up in the landfill. These are all valid concerns. But in the meantime, the item is cluttering your home because of the inability to make a decision. Always seek to be as responsible as you can about how you declutter or dispose of things, but remember that at the end of the day, it's either useful to you and should be kept, useful to someone else and should be donated, or it's not useful to anyone and likely needs to be thrown away or recycled if possible. Question number three is, does this represent a wound or a scar? Now this has to do with sentimental emotionally charged items that have memories attached to them. Perhaps it is something from a deceased loved one or a love letter from an ex or the onesie that you got for a baby who you never got to hold in your arms. If you take that item and hold it in your hands, ask yourself, what emotional weight is it taking up in your life? And if there is pain there, have you processed it or is it still fresh? If it is a wound, you need to hold on to it as you process your pain and grief. But if it is scar, can you finally let go? I'm going to link to a blog post I wrote about this topic because it's important that we work slowly through the items with a lot of emotional attachment. But I hope this question helps you look at these items in a new way. Question number four is a strange one, perhaps, but very powerful. How would I feel if this item spontaneously combusted? This question comes from the minimalists, and I love it because it gets to the heart of whether the item makes you feel free or burdened. If you have been holding on to something out of obligation or guilt, like a family heirloom you don't know what to do with, or something you feel like you should have but never use, the answer to this question will likely be I would feel relieved. And if that's the case, I would recommend that you think about getting it out of your home. Listen to episode 14 if there is family pressure around keeping something, but remember, you are the one living in your home, not your great aunt Sally, who wants you to keep your grandmother's vase. Okay, finally, we have a quick bonus question. If I moved across the country next month, would I take this with me? If you wouldn't pay to have it packed up and moved, why are you keeping it in your house? And just because you have the space in your house, remember, clutter is stealing our time and energy and so much more because of us having to maintain the object. And mama, you have much better things to do. So to recap, does it spark joy isn't my favorite question to ask when it comes to decluttering. The questions that I talked about today really get to the heart of the mindset blocks, keeping us from decluttering those more difficult items. They are number one, does this support my current self in my current season of motherhood and life? Number two, would I buy this again as it is if I didn't own it already? Number three, does it represent a wound or a scar? Number four, how would I feel if this item spontaneously combusted And bonus number five, if I moved across the country next month, would I take it with me? I hope this episode blessed you. If so, please share it with a friend and feel free to join my free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Next week, I'll be bringing you a very special conversation with Elise Rooney from the podcast, The Wholesome Mama. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. In Apple Podcasts, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.